Hello guys and welcome to another podcast. Today we are doing Greendale Tales where we discuss elements of Sabrina, recap it, and discuss our opinions on it. I'm your host Jasmine and co-hosting today we have Darnell. Hello Darnell. Before we get started I want to remind listeners to subscribe, review the podcast, it helps us out and we're always looking for feedback. Geeks of the Machine along with many of the other podcasting other podcasts on the Overpowered Network, including Greendale Tales, is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and any place that podcasts are found. So, last week on Sabrina. <laughs> uh, okay. What happened last week, Darnell? Why don't you take it over for me? Well, last week, um, it was episode three, right? Yep. Listen, Season yes. three, episode three. Season three, episode three. Um, from what I can remember, Sabrina is basically still dealing with everything or trying to balance out being the queen of hell. And then at the carnival, people are starting to make their move. Um, the witches, the coven's power are starting to wane and wax, and they've been trying to figure out exactly what's going on um, okay so let me give y'all guys the cliff notes version because i didn't expect darnell to full on give you a sonnet you know what <laughs> you asked me you asked me okay yeah. uh sabrina visits a mysterious town and zelda aims to restore power to the academy a carnival creates buzz in greendale and Phil takes a chance at love there you go darnell <laughs> uh, yeah, it was definitely better. I got to work on my abridged. You know, I'll work on that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or your abridgedness. Yes, my abridged version. So I'm going to get better. <laughs> uh, so, this week, the coven celebrates a festive tradition and crosses paths with unexpected guests. Nick struggles to strike a balance between pleasure and pain. What were your thoughts overall on this episode? Uh, the overall episode... I would give it like a six out of ten. Really? Yeah. I mean, it had some okay moments, but a lot of things they did in this episode just left me like WTF. You could have handled everything so much better. What about you? Honestly, I I like this episode, and I hate that I like this episode, but it was pretty good. (laughs) I was truly surprised that I actually genuinely liked this episode. Like, I I would give it like an eight out of ten. An eight out of ten. Wow. Like, what what part really stood out to you? That really just got you aboard? Because to me, I'm just like. I mean, the whole Nick scenes are really what stood out to me. You said the Nick thing. But the Nick scenes, yeah. Okay. But we'll get into that in a second. Are you ready to dive deep into the chilling adventures of Sabrina? I thought you were going to say dive deep into Nick. okay so let's start at the beginning the carnival um we see the snake charmer and like apparently harvey's dad was like i'm gonna bring you home from this carnival woman i don't know with my teenage son see i told y'all last week that he was in the tent with her i told you (laughs) his father was in there i believe me but she believed me (laughs) and she charmed somebody's snake i'm gonna let you know that much Oh, definitely. She was definitely charming that snake. Exactly. Then, 
She come out wearing Harvey's mother's robe. He's like, why are you wearing my mother's robe? She's like, would you like me to take it off? Like, really? <laughs> he was like, no. I'm like, come on, you just smashed my dad. Nobody's really trying to do that. Well, not just that. You're in my mother's robe, and you're like, do you want me to get undressed in your mother's robe? I mean, personally, I'd have said, yeah, in another room, take my mother's robe off. You're, like, you're disrespecting my mom. How long has his mother been dead? I'm assuming before this. Because why did his father still have the robe? Sentimental values? No, but like if she's been dead like 10 years, are you still keeping the robe? He might just have it in the closet. Like, if you really love that person, are you just going to throw all this stuff away? Yes. That's you. Like clothing. Some some people keep I mean, I understand why you keep jewelry and stuff, but clothing jewelry because like, at a certain point it won't even smell like her anymore it's just a robe that you keep around but that was probably her favorite robe so sometimes you may look at like uh uh-huh, my wife used to wear this you know because apparently you know, it's obvious the father hasn't really been out or dating since then so he probably is really in love with her you know small town so you uh, think he was like what masturbating into the robe or see like... see see why you gotta take it there why you gotta take <laughs> it there he was, a, he was not he was probably just like a sentimental value because i mean come on, come on. You can keep clothes with somebody. <laughs> just, if they've been married for a long time, you know, he probably just might look at it every so often. He just couldn't bear to throw it away. Not, oh, I'm going to take this robe, wrap my dick in it, and, you know. <laughs> this reminds me of my dead wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's silk, the satin feels so good. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm so, sure it would. Like, Okay. We're definitely getting off topic because you just, your mind is in the gutter. Okay. Uh, is it, though? It really is. <laughs> Really, really is. But anyway, apparently, but I feel like she's like is she like the embodiment of like snake lust or something because I feel like she was just trying to keep it in the family, trying to get Harvey too. Like, because then they say last episode he was pure, virgin. Yeah, he was, he was a virgin. Yeah, I thought he meant. I know he was a virgin, but I thought he meant pure of heart too. But I don't know. You know, is he pure of heart? He is. <laughs> Even yes, the stuff, know. even the stuff he did this episode was because you know his peer and he was being manipulated, but he was still doing it for overall good reason. Like I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll get to that part. I want to jump ahead. But... Oh, somebody's Excuse sleepy. Me. I am. It is quite late that we're doing this. Quite late, folks. <laughs> you know, this quarantine's got us all tired. I know, but let's start off with. Ambrose, Dorian, and their celestial adventure. Don't get me started on Dorian. God, he's going to start <laughs> to blow me now. <laughs> so, Ambrose basically finds out that the Dark Lord is out of commission, which is why their magic is waning. And Sabrina can't refill that magic because Lucifer was a celestial being and his power came from him being an angel. Yes, and Sabrina's a filthy half breed, so she's not even a half. She's like a quarter breed, because she's a human and then angel and then demon. Is she really demon? I thought she was human. And she's a trinity. Human. Like he, that's the whole reason she wanted he wanted her because she was a trinity. Oh, okay, well, fine. She's still then. She's a filthy. Uh, what do they call it? Mutt. She's a mutt. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's a filthy muffling. And I'm still trying to figure out why her powers are waning because technically her powers she she comes from celestial part too and name so right but she doesn't have enough waning. to sustain herself if we're being like she, because she's like a third she probably if she tried to tap into it has enough to sustain herself if mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. but his power 
was enough to sustain several, possibly thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, so to make them a threat. Okay, so I get you. <laughs> so, um, what else is happening in that part? So, how did you feel when you found that out? Um, I mean, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. You know, it kind of turns up the head like, yeah, we hate God and heaven and everything, but your powers were coming from angels. I mean, I feel like somebody should have realized that a long time ago. Like, his powers are celestial, not infernal. Well, duh. He is an angel. You all know he's an angel. And, you know, they always like, what the heaven and go to heaven and stuff, but your powers are technically coming from heaven. It's kind of crazy. And then, so they had to turn to heaven, technically, to try to replenish the powers, so. It was kind of a good a good amount of irony for me. How about you? Um, I, technically they didn't turn to heaven; they turned to a celestial body. But yeah, you know, eh. uh. But anyway, Zelda goes to Lucifer and is like, "Yo, give me more power, or else." And Lucifer's like, "Sure, just set me free, and you'll get all of your powers returned." So Zelda's like, "Nah, we out." And he's like, "Oh, by the way, my daughter's queen of hell." So. <laughs> yeah, kind of spilled the beans on that one. Like, I really don't know why Sabrina decided to keep it a secret, but you know. And so, uh, was it Zelda? Zelda was just mm-hmm. really pissed. Like, well, really yeah, because Sabrina's always doing stupid things, always. But okay, and she said she's doing it because she likes. She has a savior complex and she likes power. The savior complex, I'll give you. But do you think really think she's doing it because she wants power? Because to me, it seemed like she was forced into it. Honestly, she had really no choice. Do you really think she really just wants the power of hell or what? I don't think that she wants the power of hell, but I do think that she wants power of her own that she can claim for herself. Hmm. I mean, it seems like it's really getting in the way of her life. Or maybe you're saying she wants power without consequences or without, without right. responsibility. She, she wants she wants the power without the responsibility that comes with the power. Like yeah, she, she wants, She's that kid who inherits a job from their parents and then it's like, oh, but you actually want me to work? She's the opposite of what Uncle Ben wanted for Peter Parker, I understand. Okay. <laughs> so. So. Mm-hmm. Then Zelda decides, you know what? We're going to start a new religion and pray to Lilith. Even though that hasn't been working. They've been praying for Lilith for a couple of episodes. But she's mm-hmm. like, we're going to keep doing it. Like, and like, then she's like, wait, why are we praying to Lilith? Because. Sabrina's now queen of hell. So, like, what are we now supposed to pray to my teenage niece? I mean, if they would have got their powers back, I don't know if that sounds about right, but Sabrina couldn't help. <laughs> so, I mean, Lilith definitely, I mean, that's another thing. Lilith took over the role of queen of hell and it's not, she wasn't, she had no plan to protect the witches or anything like that. You had to know. She, especially considering she was supposed to be the queen of witches or the first witch. Yeah, so I thought she could have provided with some type of power because she seems like exactly. her powers still intact, you know. And she had to know eventually the Dark Lord was gonna stop supplying the witches that follow him with power. I mean, what would be the point? I just mm-hmm. it kind of kind of messed her character up for me because I always thought she had a plan and was always in control, but it's just kind of I don't know. And she was so happy that they prayed to her, but she didn't do anything. Right? Yet. She like was they empowering her? Like cause they did never explain what praying to Lilith actually did just boosted her ego but yeah they just kind of left that kind of hanging in the air which is weird mm-hmm. so, uh, it was weird no, I didn't like that very weird so hopefully they follow that back up but who knows 
Um, then we also have Zelda, who confronts Sabrina and basically says, Queen of Hell is not a summer job, Sabrina. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so, like, you have to decide what you want to do. Do you think that Sabrina is really aware of the consequences of her actions? I don't think she fully grasps the scope of it. Like, she has a, she, I only, only say she has a clear idea what she wants to do, but she knows kind of what she wants to do. But she doesn't know, like, what it will take to get there. It's like she wants to, you know, get to the end result without going through the work to get there, in a lot of sense. You know, she wants to change hell. She wants to do all this and empower the witches and free everybody. Mm-hmm. But still also go out on dates and have fun, which, again, I understand. And cheerlead and go to yeah, school. And, and, like... life. and I understand all that, but you can't. You got to think. If being the president, you know, takes up all your time where a lot of presidents don't get to spend much time with their family. Or just a governor, if we're being honest. Like a basic governor. Politician without anything like that, you know. Hell, you know, you don't get to spend much time trying to be the queen of hell, which probably houses, I don't know, billions, maybe a trillion souls and governs the whole earth and all this other stuff. You're not going to have much time unless you make yourself another witch clone to kind of do stuff for you on either end, you know. That's Mm -hmm. my and so I don't know how she plans on doing it. I think in her mind she's like, "All right, I'll just become queen of hell and leave everything to Lilith." Which again, which would be fine if all the other uh, what do they call them, the lords of hell, the kings would, of hell, yeah, or the yeah, they, they won't they accept care they, they won't accept that. about Lilith because <laughs> okay, they don't Sabrina at all. Just, they don't care about Lilith in the least. Yeah, <laughs> see, Sabrina, like, she needs uh, they, uh, she, she need to go harder. She should just like figure out a way to kill all the kings of hell. And like, all right, anybody who oh, the princes me, is it the princes of hell? I'm gonna call them lords of hell. I'm gonna go stick with lords of hell. So mm-hmm. they can, the lords of hell, whatever, kill all of them. Anybody in power that opposes her regime, and then leave Lilith in charge. At that point, that's the only way for her to really get what she wants. At that point, and it, even then, she would still have to deal, have to worry about Lilith on the back end, because Lilith really mm-hmm. doesn't want to change how things work. And honestly, I feel like Sabrina doesn't really want to deal with it. I really feel like she doesn't want to. Well, Sabrina just, also you know, she doesn't understand the magnitude of what she's trying to undertake. That would be like us uh, forcibly taking over. Um, let's let's go with a small country, uh, Guam, okay. And then saying nothing you know is right. This is what we're doing now to everyone in that little country. Without setting up any systems of like you know government, without telling anybody how to be correct in the new system, without doing anything, except just telling them that they are wrong, Mm -hmm. and that they should just sit in their wrongness. And Guam is about what two hundred thousand people or something. Don't start me lying. But, (laughs) but my point is, imagine if we just walked in there and was like, everything you know is wrong. This is how you do it right. I'm not. I'm only showing you this once. Look at my example, and then I'm out. And then you come back, and they're not doing exactly what you expect them to do, and then you're yelling at them for it. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a parent. Do as I say, not as I do type stuff. But yeah, Sabrina, I mean, that's her overall issue. Maybe eventually she'll learn, but... I mean, you gotta admit, though, a lot of stuff has been thrust upon her at a very young age. No, she has taken a lot of stuff onto her. It has not been thrust upon her. I think it has, you know, like most of this up, stuff, she has just been like, okay, I will take it. Like, because she didn't like the alternative. Too. She, yeah, yeah. Like she didn't like the alternative of what happened. For example, the witches, when she signed the book of the beast, the alternative was all of her friends died, but she still got to stick to her, her, whatever. 
That was that a, yeah, was an option. That was a heavy decision, and she was being manipulated by uh, Lilith at the time. No, but that was an option still. If we're being very honest, it's a shitty option, but it's an option. Just like you know, everybody has an option. Like if somebody put a gun to your head or a gun to your mother's head, like look, either kill this guy down the street or I'm gonna kill your mom or whatever. You got an option, you know, either kill this random person or save so your mom. So kill this random person or inherit a bunch of stuff from my mother. Yeah, hmm. and there's also a third <laughs> option which you could think of. You could decide to kill yourself so you don't have to kill anybody. Or you could try to take the guy. I mean, there are always options. But the problem with that is, do you truly believe that Sabrina was genuinely weighing out her options or she just went with the past and least resistance? I think she weighed it, but again, she didn't have much time to wait, especially in the book assignment. Like, everything was going to hell at that point. Some other times, probably she has to wait it. Like, the, you know, the whole, again, even with the um, Queen of Hell thing, Lilith told her, like, look, if you don't do this, they'll take over and they'll start the war on the mortal realm again and stuff like that. And then it's kind of back to square one. So how much time did she do? It wasn't really giving her, like, well, Sabrina, you know, let's give you a couple months to ro- roll it over. No, they was like, choose now or we'll elect Caliban, the king of hell. And we're going to start trying to take everything over, you know? Mm-hmm. So, again, it's, it's good to weigh your options when you have time to do so. It's not like she's a super genius. They can like weigh a bunch well, of Well, no, but my thing is she's literally weighing options, but like she, it, when she does, she tries to weigh options. I but think. the problem also becomes she doesn't think before she leaves. Yeah, and uh, this is my problem with the episode because this is starting to lead, you know, seep to some of her friends because all her friends are not making the best decisions at all. And they had time to think about what they were going to do. Oh, you mean like in the first episode where they're like, yeah, Sabrina, let's follow you to hell. Yeah, that too. But I'm talking about now on this episode. Like they, were, they got past all that dumb stuff, but they keep making dumb decisions. Like in this episode, you know, they did a couple dumb things, each one individually, you know, without even thinking about it. They had all the time in the world to think about it. It's not like they were in any, any peril at this moment. They just like, hey, well, can we talk about that part yet? Um. Now, let's let's move along. Okay. To Scooby Gang. <laughs> what about the Scooby Ross, Gang? Ross, Theo, and Harvey, who all go to the carnival, and Robin doesn't go because Robin Goodfellow has a secret, a, a witchy secret, mm. and basically tips off the carnival people about they're gonna have some intruders. So, the, the snake charmer, like, touches Roz and leaves her stricken with a magical curse. How did you feel about that whole turn of events? Again, well, first, I'm going to go ahead and assume the snake charmer serves Medusa. But, um, again, this is what I'm talking about. They decide, they say something's wrong with that carnival. They say something's really off about it. And given first of all, town, Roz saw something off about that carnival. Yeah. Like, she literally the, looked at the man before she walked in and was like, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, but given the town that you live in, that all the crazy stuff doesn't happen, why would you go investigate about Sabrina? They were like, oh, you know, we don't need her. We'll just go check it out. I got my cunning and everything. Cunning didn't do a goddamn thing for the homie. Nothing for the homie at all. I don't know what the cunning was doing. It, did, it gave break. her a warning. It really did. It gave her a when? warning before she came in. It gave her a warning when she was in a snake tent. It gave her. A, it gave her ample warnings. And well, maybe Ross I need to go like, back nope. and rewatch it because I don't remember like, it giving no warning. I don't hear no noise. I ain't see no flash. That Jones was a no. She, she saw, first of all, she saw uh, the guy turn into a satyr. 
So that was your first warning. Where you're Wait, like, okay, this back, isn't. That was a few. That was a few episodes ago, right? That was last episode. So that was at the now. end of like, last episode. When they, when they no, but hold on. Now. That was like for them. That was the beginning of this episode. Let's just say that's the beginning, even though it was the end of last. That's the beginning of this one. Uh-huh. She that happened. Then she went in. She touched something and had a flash of oh no, this is bad. And at that point, she did not. She couldn't do anything. Because she doesn't have any muscle power to go with the cunning. Like, the cunning needs to come with telepathy or something. Cause I mean, again, <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Sense has super agility. What I'm saying, I don't feel like it did it, but maybe she wasn't, like you said, paying attention to the signs. The whole satyr thing in general goes back to what I was telling you. If you're seeing these things, you know something magical is going on. You know the cunning is not going to help you in an offensive type of way. Why not bring Sabrina? If Sabrina can't come, wait for Sabrina. She is your only witch friend. That's going to roll with you. Maybe uh, Hilda would do it, but you know we can't really depend on her. And, you know, just sit back, wait for Sabrina. I don't care how useless or pathetic you feel. Wait for Sabrina. She's the Goku right now. You know, sit back and wait for Goku Sabrina. But they went on their own, and it's the consequences they had to pay. Um, and I'm going to chalk Roz's decision making up because she's horny, and Harvey is not giving her what she needs. Because apparently that's a big thing this episode. How dare you try to shame him? I don't know. I think I'm shaming both of them. No, you're shaming him for like no. you just you. The way you phrased it was a shame. He is not giving her what she needs, which is. The I'm deep. also shaming her, saying <laughs> she was so horny she wasn't making smart decisions. So I think I'm shaming both of them equally. Mm, I don't I think so. I try to be equal with my shaming, but you know, I'll, I'll go on her a little while later. Okay, but I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> they could have just like, why would you go? You you know the type of town you live in, and again, if you have future vision or whatever that shows the person you're talking to is a half goat man. Why not tell your witch friend? Exactly. What can like you she just linked it away like whatever. You know, it's just really getting on my nerves about this type of stuff. And then obviously, um, you know, when they get back, they do try to get Sabrina. I don't know why Harvey ran all the way to their house. I guess maybe Sabrina wasn't getting reception to hell, but he could just sent her a few texts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And again, he'll Well, but, Sabrina... Decides that since she can't give the coven their power back because she is diluted, she is going to find another angel. So she goes to Dorian, and Dorian is like, yeah, we locked up an angel a while ago. We never mentioned this when the angels attacked two seasons ago. But yeah, we still got him in this painting. So they agreed to let out the angel's blood, and he just wants a sample of the blood. So Sabrina hears screaming as he's almost done with the vial. And at that point, at that point, I'm sorry, I would have waited and got my blood and then checked out the screams. I feel like, yeah, definitely so. But I was really disappointed in Dorian at this point because I'm pretty sure they explained that they were going to use the blood in a type of ritual, not just chug the damn thing down. And this man... Well, Dorian don't care about them. I understand that. But why would he like... He seems like a really smart guy. Why would you check it down? Why would you? What? He, so he's freaking. He's not making smart decisions. You gotta figure out how to use the blood. You think just drinking it's gonna do something? Obviously, you know you should have found out what they were gonna use it for, and then use it that way on yourself. Not just drink it all down. And say I saved your vial. But um, yeah, she went to sorry. I don't went, know why he didn't just drink the vial. That would have been smarter to me. I don't know, but we get ahead. She went to go investigate the screens, which to me they didn't sound that bad. You know, they did. Sound they sounded screens, like pleasurable so. screens. You know, but I guess if you yeah, aren't yeah. having sex, you wouldn't know the difference. Uh, I guess so. Especially not that type of sex. 
And so, you know, she finds uh, her boyfriend Nick having the time of his life. With two sex demons. Both male and female, so equal opportunity. Well, I mean, yeah. And then she goes back to Dorian. He was definitely taken from behind, but go ahead, fine. Then he goes back to Dorian. Mm-hmm. And as you said, Dorian's like, yeah, here's a vial. I drunk the rest. Thanks. And I was like, um, hmm. All right. So Ambrose is like, well, we can do a celestial thing. Uh, so here's the celestial thing that we can do. We can do it during the hair moon ceremony. And this is going to be cool. So Sabrina carries a bunny and they're all bunny hopping or whatever. And then they spread. Uh, hmm. Before that, I do like what Sabrina said that the hair moon ceremony makes no sense compared to some of the other stuff they do where they was literally going to cannibalize a witch for uh, whatever the holiday they did last season. She's like, the hair moon ceremony makes no sense. But I like the ceremony because it's the first one I've seen that doesn't make them look like evil people. You know, they just run well, around. Well, none of their white. ceremonies make sense, if we're being honest. Like, well, most ceremonies one... don't. At least it's like one Easter, blood or Easter sacrifices. literally does not make sense. Why are we celebrating? Like it's it's a mixture of pagan and Christian holidays. So most holidays from their base don't make sense because they're pagan in origin. Yeah, we took out all the blood and replaced it with Jesus and eggs. I mean, like and then we didn't keep the cool holidays where you get to like have sex with people. I mean, you could just do that anytime. You know, some people do it. Like I forget what was that junk called? Ah, oh, shoot, that orange. We'll talk about this later because we're getting off topic. But, <laughs> but no, my point is, pagans were very much about like sex and outdoors deism, and Christians were like, no, we'll we'll take your holidays, tame elements, and throw them in with ours. Like, yeah, yeah. But no, sex is out. Sex is off the table now, unless you are committed and married in Jesus' name. Like, okay, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Christians. You know, they call it localizing since the eighteen hundreds, two thousand. I don't know. Oh, yeah, they came through with the gang gang. Like, (laughs) they was like, oh, you thought this was your religion? Mine. They like the English language. They were just stealing from everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of gang gang, though, when Sabrina was going through the woods with her bunny singing a nice little song, I don't know how she memorized it that quick, but whatever, um, she saw all the people in masks, and then she went running back to her uh, family, and instead of saying... There's a weird cult where the people with horn masks on. She's like, we gotta leave. We gotta leave without explaining why. You can't just say there's a bunch of people with scary masks coming our way. Is that too hard? I mean, yeah, Of course it is. It's always and too hard is. in movies and TV shows and everything. I can never tell you what's actually happening. I just have to tell you we have to leave. Like, two, three more words and we can get the gist of it. But too late, the uh, pagan game rolled up and they rolled deep, too. <laughs> they did. They was like, we here. Mm-hmm. So the pagans, as uh, Darnell said, came up, and then Zelda was like, "Look, we're cool. We can share the forest. It's big enough for all of us." And they Zelda's have kind food. Of, Zelda sounded a lot more bitchy. It was Hilda, kind of the ones who were trying to make peace. Zelda was kind of like fearful, but at the same time, like overconfident. Like she, like she really could do something. That was really I didn't understand why she was acting all high and mighty to them. Go ahead. Because <laughs> she's Zelda, Michael. She's stupid. And it's just funny. Because she is just like, yeah, everybody, like, just mingle with each other. These children who are young witches don't know anything, really. Everyone just mingle with these people we don't know. Which, in general, is a very bad thing to do. 
What? Mingling with different cultures is never bad. With children around? You don't know. No, I'm saying, you're. In, first of all, you're in the middle yeah, of the there forest. There are teenagers who have done, who know blood magic. They are children in her charge. Okay. And in general, you do not let strangers around children, especially around that age. I mean, they're like 16. Your power is waning. No, your power is waning. You don't know these people. Like, that was a bad move on her part as a guardian. As a teacher. Like, because if you were, if your child was in her care and you found out that happened, you'd be living. Again. Like, I would be living if I found out that happened. It's a different set of circumstances, though. If I was a witch, I don't know how. Literally, and I'm your looking. power is waning. You're pretty much weak at this point. But I literally let my child You're essentially sell a human. soul to the devil, though. So at that point, as a parent, I don't know where my moral high ground would be. I don't know if I can really stand on my high horse. I literally let my child sell their soul to Satan. That is like, I did it to all my children. Because I'm a witch in this coven. You see what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> but that's just like, I mean, if we're being honest... The parallel between that and Christianity aren't too far off. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're supposed to give your life and soul to God, but you know, you know, you don't have to do many bad things. Or, I mean, right, but my thing been, is, there's been horrible things done in the name of God. I'll give you that, but you know, places you go are supposed to be better. <laughs> like, because you you're starting to lose a lot of ground here, sir. <laughs> you know, I'm trying trying to be fair. I'm not like, but again, God didn't technically ask people to do the horrible things. People just did yes, he did. He literally told a man to walk up a hill and kill his son. Yes, and then the yes. last minute was me like, psych. We make like... fun about that all the time. That was old school guy. Yeah, he's like, yeah. And the son, and the funny thing about that, the son was completely okay with it. I've been walking down the hill like that. What the f? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was. Like I'm sure he was beating his father up every that chance part, he got it. That part was left out. <laughs> that part was like because. Remember you tried to kill me, Dad? (laughs) Pretty much any time I did anything. Like, so how could you? Well, at least I didn't take you up to the mountain trying to take kill you. Because somebody, you know. know. (laughs) Or how about the the one where uh, God put a bet with Lucifer and like was like, "Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna just take everything away from you as long as you don't curse my name. You good though? You killed all his kids. You killed his wife. You took all of his money. They all got to go to heaven and get get, go to heaven free pass. Right, but my thing is like. That's basically what they get. They want to go to hell and be graded by the Dark Lord. So, well, technically, they're telling them if you since you serve him, you won't have to suffer. You know, most people when you go to heaven, there's no version of it where you suffer when you go to heaven. But I don't know. There might be, but in my knowledge, once you get to heaven, there's no version of it. You might be bored to death, but you won't suffer. I, I mean, know. it depends on what suffer means to you. But <laughs> true, 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 true. But yeah, it's... Um, yeah, we kind of went off top again. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about <laughs> how Zelda left the people in her charge, and you know, she was not good, she was not a good guardian. I mean, okay, I mean, for the most part, she was a good guardian, but none of the kids got hurt except for one. Um, two. I really feel two, yes, in that. During this whole when they when they first did the exchange, like in the episode, two of them got hurt. True. Okay. I mean, I'm talking about as far as when they were all together. Not once they separated. I love like, how you're like when they were all together. They no, that's not what? when she her charge does not stop when they disperse. Because in that case, you might as well say three, four of them got hurt. But whatever. Okay. Um, I feel like some of these <laughs> pagans were overreacting. Like they were so like. Were you so, did you see their faces? 
when they said they were celebrating whatever holiday they were celebrating, they was like, "What are you celebrating?" The uh, hair moon. And they just looked like what? Like they looked like they was. About well, to slap I mean, this. this is basically two religions coming into conflict. That's exactly what this is. Okay. That'd be like, then, I mean, if we're being honest, uh, I could name two religions that have been at war for centuries because my god is different than your god. There's a lot of them like that. Okay. No, what I'm saying, I'm saying I can name two. Of, I mean, I'm sure you're thinking of the same two. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to say it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying it. But my point is, like, you like this is this is a, not a completely unexpected. So I'm also surprised by Zelda just being like, "Yeah, come eat with us. We'll break bread. We're too weak to defend against you. Even if I'm weak, even if I am super weak, you wolf talk that and get out." Like, you puff your skin up, and you look big, and then be like, yeah, you can head this for us, though. We done here anyway. Again, Hilda was the one who suggested it, and Zelda kind of went along with it. Hilda's always the peace. She's a peacemaking witch type stuff. You know, and I think they probably would have lost that fight. But my thing is, right, these people over. No, you're not fighting, but you're just going away. You're not engaging with them so that they learn your weaknesses. You're just saying, all right, you got this. but they had to stay in the woods before the uh the, the, the ritual. It's right? a huge wood. You telling me that you could not find your own plot of wood. I'm I'm just saying, if it's so huge, how do these people roll up on them like that? You know, they just happen to walk right into their group. Apparently. I guess the woods ain't that huge. All I'm saying is I don't know if they had to be in that particular spot. I'm not sure, but you know the ritual. Even, but they, again, eventually they did try to get them to leave. But before that, right, when they were all sitting together, mingling, partaking of fruit and wine. Oh, and the and snake lady stuff. was like, oh, wow, you smell of sex. Da, 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 yeah, da. That, well, yeah, it ruined that whole relationship. Yeah, and Sabrina was like, And then yeah, Dorcas comes wrong. over to Nick. Dorcas comes over to Nick and it's like, hey. Dorcas, I'm, she's always just been a thirsty one. God damn. Like, you know, you don't have to just party with sex demons. Like, you can party with me. And she's like, yeah, I can show you some things. I'm like, you could do it better than sex demon. I doubt it, but whatever. Um, but my, what I'm talking and, about is Hilda and the spider lady, right? When the spider, uh, well, I'm about to like, get to that. Hold it. on, I'm getting to that because right. first yes, Dorcas gets bit by the snake. That, that happened first. I thought no, no, no. I thought yeah. that happened towards the end because no, that happened the spider first. lady happened first because that that's the snake thing pretty much ended it. That's when they left. Right, the snake thing I'm ended it. This, the snake, but the spider no. thing happened first. I'm telling you, did it? It definitely right. did. Well, Zelda, she keeps spiders as pets. Hel- I mean, Hilda. Uh, Hilda keeps spiders as pets, and then the spider lady was like, "You keep them as pets. You don't know how spiders feel." And then just straight up cursed her. Right, I like. Mean, and then for shame on Hilda because she literally grabbed you and said something in a weird language, and Hilda didn't, you know. And completely ignored it. Didn't say anything. Hey, right? <laughs> like, didn't mention it to anybody. Like, because like, you, you curse right people. Now? So I don't understand what we're doing. Exactly. And again, I really think that was an overreaction on this. I understand you revere spiders, but at least she didn't kill it. She's like, she likes spiders. Okay, keeping this pets, that's bad. You know, I try to tell Is it bad? Animals, yes, I try to tell Because most spi- well, no, it's bad time. that she keeps. It's bad. Because animals want to be free, and some people just keep them just because you know. Do they, they want, want to be free? Not, like not I feel like some animals, animals don't wants. want to be free. 
Every animal wants to be free. You think a fish wants to be in the bowl. You think a bird wants to be in the cage. You think a cat or dog don't want to be outside running and living their life. I think fish don't care where they are as long as they're in the body of water. I will agree with you on birds. No, no, please. Uh, Cats, I disagree because cats are the most lethal hunters in in the world, if we're being honest. They have eliminated several species, so they need to be in homes. Like... It's not, about cats what you, are it's, not, it's, not, it's not about what you think they need. It's about what they want and what makes them better. You know what I mean? Straight cats you see, they run with people and they prefer living out and kill all the squirrels. Because they've there. been put out. Like, if you're, if you're telling me... Some of them escape. Some of them escape and do their thing. They didn't okay. escape. They were let out and no one came to get them. Like, you're saying it like they were running away from jail. Yeah. They want to be no. free. And no, so they I, don't. I sympathize with the spider lady on that one. You don't know how animals feel. Unless you become that animal. You know, that's my whole thing. Like, you, you're saying you keep them as pets and they, you think they're happy being as pets. How do you know? How do you know what your Because they have love, warmth, and a home. Did they ask you for that? Yes. First of all, cats so, domesticated themselves, if we're being honest. Now, I will go with you on Doug. Because maybe Doug didn't want to become small miniature birds of themselves that weigh 10 pounds from the big wolves. But mm-hmm, cats mm-hmm. kind of just walked in people's yes. houses one day and were like, I'm living here now. They like to come and go, but the people wouldn't let them go when they went. And yes, you're right about dogs. Remember my man Snowball from Rick and Morty broke it down very easily for me. <laughs> I'm just saying. But either way, we'll get off that down. I'm just saying I can sympathize with what the spider lady was saying. Would I have cursed you to turn into that animal? No. But, you know, I can sympathize with why she felt that way. So, yeah. so then Nick uh, grabs a snake. Uh, he grabs the snake that bits. Dorcas, Dorcas, as Cersei is sucking out the venom, like basically like tonguing really down this underage girl's leg. Like, really? She really did. Like, I was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, R. Kelly. Like, <laughs> I was like, dang. Even Dorcas, like, well, damn. <laughs> and Nick chops the snake in two. That's where everything starts to escalate. And the carnival people said that their time has come, they will rise again. And Nick refuses to apologize because, like, I've done enough for this coven. He has a whole speech about how much he's done for the coven or whatever. It's true. Like, he was like, I took the Dark Lord inside of me. I was stripped naked and put in chains by Lilith. All of this to protect you and this world that you care so much about. I have sacrificed enough. And you weren't worth it. When he said you weren't (laughs) worth it, I was living. Yeah. I mean, I like the actor. He really did. He chewed that whole scene up. He did a really good job. He owned that scene. He took that scene and he made it like the Dark Lord made him. (laughs) He's stupid. (laughs) Oh, man. But you can really see he was was suffering through a lot of PTSD. And like I said, I like how they show his, um, you know, the drugs and everything. Like, it was almost like he was coming off of a bad, I don't know, addiction. And how he was suffering from, um withdrawal syndrome and PTSD from everything that happened to him, how he was really struggling with it. And Sabrina kept saying, oh, I know, I know, I know. And she had no idea until mm. Ambrose had to break it down for her later on. And she's like, I didn't know she meant really, literally, I mean, really? In the world you live in, with magic and all that stuff, you're not taking what this man's telling you. And you can see he's crying for help. And at the same time, I was glad she didn't get too mad at him for cheating. But at the same time, she was kind of still throwing shade at him, which wasn't what he needed. And I'm not saying what he did was right or anything, but he was clearly dealing with some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like and then he out. has a moment. Hmm. 
No, I was just saying he was chugging out whole bottles of absinthe and whatever the heck that mm-hmm. stuff that was in that little vial he had. I don't know what that stuff was, but then he has a moment where he says the reason that we haven't had sex is because you're saving yourself for Harvey. He never said that, but he implied it. It's either him or Calabac. No, he said Harvey. We're no, no, no he said, himself for. He said, yeah, exactly. He implied, but never said. It was Harvey. And then he uh, also uh, said, every time I look at you, I see your father. Which was weird, because you just said she's not having sex with you. So. But, I mean, you still gotta look at her when you talk to her, so. No, but I'm saying, if you're trying to have sex with her, but every time you see her, you think of her father, why yeah. would you want that? Because you're trying to do what her father did to you. Fuck him. You know? <laughs> you ever heard of Stomp the Devil Out? But fuck the Devil Out. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that that would be the best therapy for me, but nah, that's just me. So, again, I really felt bad for Nick this episode, because apparently... Oh, well. I want to wait till we get to that part, because I have something to say about his whole thing at the end. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, um, I don't know. As far as this whole scene, I was living for it. I was excited. I was kind of yeah. weirded out that he wanted to have sex with Sabrina after saying, like, you look like your father or whatever. I mean, I think he heard uh, sex, but I'm just saying. You, no. No, he didn't. That's not, that's not a trading card that you could do. I saved the world. Here's my sex card, please. Yeah. Like, I mean, we can agree to disagree, but I, I, I definitely feel like if you save the world, you deserve some, some nookie on either side, whether you're male, female, or anything in between. I mean, he did get nookie. He was having sex with sex demons, so. Yeah, but you couldn't get it from your girlfriend, which is weird. Is it weird? Because she was a virgin when you met her. Yeah, yeah. But, like, literally the first thing you do when we get there, you, you take me in your bed, we practically lay naked the whole night and nothing. You know, Cuddle, yes. We cuddled because you have PTSD. That's not what I need when I get out of hell and get a whole man outside, out, out of me. That's not what you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I need to cry more. <laughs> I mean, it's not my fault you took a like, whole man inside of you. It technically was. I did it. It wasn't. It was better. Listen, it was either you, either he was going to go on me or he was going to go on you. Because again, he made it clear he wanted to marry and probably have children with his own daughter. So, just saying. My whole thing is, she should have cut him up to a, to a therapist. Something. Obviously, <laughs> something wasn't right. He's been, you know, struggling. You can sense it. Anybody around, but I guess all these other problems, like, again, this comes up later on in the episode, too. All these other problems are just, I guess, taking up her time where she can't, I guess, focus clearly on stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I'll leave the episode five. But, um, I'm trying to remember what the hell else happened. So after that, <laughs> after the um, whole Nick thing, she uh no she goes like I'm not done with this. And Nick storms off and goes mm-hmm. to the dungeon where Lucifer and Blackwood are, and oh, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. they're basically they're mm-hmm. like yeah we'll we'll give you these two vials if that's oh, yeah. what you want. You're mixing because the first the first time he went down there he went to go beat the beat him up. And everything, mm-hmm. which Lucifer was totally cool with. Blackwood was pissed. <laughs> he was like, "Bro, <laughs> you realize I'm taking all the hits, right?" <laughs> he was like, "Calm yourself, Blackwood. Bro, he's been kicking my ass." <laughs> <laughs> Blackwood's so bad. <laughs> and I'm wondering, what do you think? Um, real quick, what do you think Lucifer and Blackwood are just doing inside his body? Hold they seem like they chilling. They just in there talking in the red room. Yeah, because he like, Blue, Blackwood is like, "I'm not fighting you. Are you crazy?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "No." 
know, they're just talking the like they're sharing the secrets they're talking about boys like become the best of friends like what horrible <laughs> things have you did well i try to sacrifice my daughter you too did we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> Body buzz. Listen, you can stay here forever. <laughs> so anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Nick uh, goes to the circle, and after he does a teeny favor, Sabrina finds her finds her boyfriend frothing at the mouth high. inside of the salt circle. Hold on, high on the best drugs ever. Like, yeah, it was like dragon's so tears and dragon's blood or something. Yes, like you'll never come down or whatever. Just you're just gonna die happy as I don't know what. Mm-hmm. So you know, not a bad way to go. And so they did. I don't know how they revived him, but I know after that they put him in like uh, I'm gonna call it the hyperbolic time chamber. And so, nope, that is not this episode, sir. Shit. Okay. So. <laughs> Sabrina then goes to then it flashes back to Sabrina and they're doing the ceremony because everyone has to be in lingerie for this moon bath. <laughs> and they're at the moon. Yeah, right? They're at the moon bath. Oh, I forgot to mention that the guys tried to do uh, rain to make it rain when the her, pagans came around. And moon, yeah. then... Yeah, their power was too weak for it, and the pagan got the pagan ringmaster saw it. Yeah, they didn't even try to hide anywhere, or go further out. They just they didn't. didn't. They were just like, "I am in the middle of the woods trying to do this," like, like right in plain sight. Work, and he saw them do it. They'd be like, "Look, we saw you did it," so that were really upset. It just, it, I don't understand. <laughs> but uh, they did a lingerie show. Um. Did you enjoy the show, sir? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, even though Dorcas is thirsty, she looked good. Well, Prudence definitely looked good. Um, who else? All of them look good. You know, Ambrose, Sabrina, Zelda, Hildefade. Just very nice. White just really becomes people, you know? Really yeah, every a, for a, a cult of the devil, everyone was basically in white. Except uh, Prudence, who had black stockings, I think. You know, Prudence got to be herself, no matter what. Like no, but if you're um, a cult of the of the dark lord, why are you in white? Technically, he's an angel, um, so you know. But real quick, before they got to that part, the pagans had left, right? And then they sent mm-hmm. uh, Dorcas off with a. I'm assuming it's a moon pie. Or it was like a ca- yeah, it was pie. a moon pie or something. Yeah, but you know to go make peace. And like then they also sent uh, what is it? The other girl off too. Agatha. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Dorcas? Yeah, yeah it's like Agatha, Agatha and Dorcas. I, I really feel like Dorcas got screwed in the name department, but okay. Um, I mean, oh yeah, both Agatha. of those names are kind of crappy, if you're being honest. You know, but would you rather have Dorcas or Agatha as a name? Real talk. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, you know, as Agatha went to follow Dorcas, she heard somebody just spitting on the um on the loot or whatever it's called, that little thing. And she's like, doo, 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 doo. she look over. You see, uh, I'm assuming that's Pan, just jamming, and just look at her like, yeah, girl, come here. I'm about to change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, needless to say, you didn't see Dorcas anymore. But I loved how those pagans, like, 
they cast a spell with that moon pad, which I'm assuming they would usually use like meat or livestock for. And they were just yeah they like cut yeah they take the moon pie and then and like as the witches are trying to reignite their magic, the hair moon gets yeah, eclipsed. Yeah. Cause it looked and like it was working at first. It was. She said it's working. It's working. And they got all excited, and they take the peace mm-hmm. offering and devour it with their bare hands, like they're taking out the moon. Like they really try to look real primordial with it. And I'm thinking to myself, isn't it nice sometimes when you have to do like a savage ritual, but you actually get to eat something delicious while you're doing it? I, I just... <laughs> How often Real does talk, that I... happen to you, sir? Like, like... Exactly, because most times you see this, well, not too often, but most times you see the movie, they usually do this to like a pig or a person where they're ripping people out and just eating it, because they really were just going savage at that pie, like it was a person. And it's like, it was full of cream and chocolate. I mean, I don't like chocolate or anything, but if I did, but man, this is really nice. This is a nice change of pace. We're doing an evil curse, but this pie is on point. We really need to no, not kill Hilda. She, 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 she fired in the kitchen. We need to save her. Because <laughs> you got to think about it. It's been constant. Hilda's cooking is liked by all. Even in um, Zelda's little fantasy dream when the Dark Lord came to visit him, he loved her cooking more than, uh, I think, well, he was that, surfing that the was a, child. That was the point. That was the point, like because Zelda felt inferior to Hilda. So even she know her food is on point. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. It was just nice. It was a nice ritual, man. That, that power was nice. And so the moon got blotted out, and it didn't work. So everybody was all sad. And then Zelda's like, "They're attacking us! Everyone, flee to our uh, sanctuary! Whatever, whatever, whatever." Mm-hmm. And Dorcas is turned to stone. Which we also find out is Ross's fate. Real quick, was it stone or feet. wax? Because that's some ugly looking stone. It was supposed to be stone. Oh, they didn't they get their effect budget up, but okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And when they go Dorcas. into the academy and the kids are going to sleep, mm-hmm. they find their bed writhing full of snakes. Agatha is also twirling in a trance. Yeah. Next to uh, um, Dorcas at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was assuming Pan drove her insane. And you know, the pagans the pagans are outside reporting that the blood waves are coming back. And that the coven either accepts the old god or they will all be murdered and they have three days to decide. And I was really struggling to decide who I was going to side with because they was like, yeah, these satanic witches. And it's because it made it seem like, you know, they weren't as bad, but at the same time, maybe they are. I'm not sure. Because they was like, yeah, these satanic witches are you know, the Dark Lord is gone. Now, they, you know, they destroyed us. Because obviously what happened when the Dark Witches rose power. And that's another thing. It's nice to see that witches actually did exist before the Dark Lord. I'm not sure how that happened. Because they show, you know, he was kind of there at the beginning of the time. But whatever. Witches and covenants well, did Before he exist. rose. It's just like Christianity was in small segments. And then it yeah. just popped up in mass. Like, there are other religions all over worshiping different gods. Just like there are different gods. There are different versions of so, history. Here's my question to you, right? Because you remember the mm-hmm. whole backstory where he fell down and he met Lilith, the first woman. So I'm assuming this happened around, you know, before Adam and Eve, right? So he's been around Earth. So did he just take over the idea of witches from the pagans once he realized, hey, I can get people to follow me this way? and kind of Well, you that? heard, um, what is it, Faustus say, I'm not scared of a wayward angel. The old ones are coming. So, of course, there has to be something older than this version of God and this angel. I might say this version of Angel, but I don't know about God yet. But my question is, right? Well, they, he said the if, old if he was able, So there has to be something older than this one. 
So this is my question then. If he was able to get rid of the old ones and usurp it and make him himself like kind of the main witch source of power, isn't he more powerful than the old ones? Um, did he get rid of them or did he just or did they just chuck it up? Him? Like no, did they just chuck it up where they're like, Oh, I'm out, I'm tired of this world. Next one. You know, like if you want to do it, well, you know, you could do it, but if you mess up, we'll come back. Uh, that's my question. That, that hasn't been explained to me yet. So that's what I'm wondering. Like, is he more powerful than them, or did he find a way to trick them, or did maybe him and God, like, you know, let's put aside our differences and take out the old ones and then, you know, kind of go from there. I don't know. You know, only those who have seen the future of episodes will know. So, any mm-hmm. insights? Nope. Yeah. No insights at all. <laughs> oh, damn. So. <laughs> So, yeah. mm-hmm. the coven is basically under attack, and they decide they're going to go free Lucifer and beg for forgiveness so that they can at least get their power back and that Lucifer can smite the pagans. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, right? Because even Hilda said Lucifer would be able to um, stomp them with his hooves and like just be done with it. Mm-hmm. So, it showed he's pretty powerful. He's probably pow- at least more powerful than them channeling the power of the old ones, at least, right? I mean, I would have to assume, but you also don't know, like, which old ones they're trying to channel, how, like, if it's, how the power works, is it based on belief, is it based, like, they don't, they don't ever tell you what the power system is. Yeah. Like, and is it the more people, like, and that's the problem. The problem is, if they don't tell you what the power system is, then you are constantly just guessing, which is why me and Adelaide are constantly like, what is the power system? What is the power system? Yeah, so you said it needs a power scaling. So, like, what are the okay. rules of this system? I don't know. I always like the, the sacrifice system, you know, kind of like equivalent exchange, you know, give a little, get a little type thing, formal album style, but I don't know. So that, that's a good question. And I know, say, some people have power, some people don't, some people are stronger. I, I don't know. So my whole thing is, how strong is Pan, though? Because then they say Pan was like the master of madness or something. Mm-hmm. I never considered Pan all that strong in mythology, but maybe he is. <laughs> he's just a freaking satyr. Well, he's also uh, a god, so... Yeah, he's a god. He's like a god like how Hermes is god. Yes, he's a god, powerful, but compared to other gods, he's not all that great. Right, but and that's the thing. Again, Pan, like if, if they can't even real, take you out... you hear me, I don't mean it. I'm sorry. No, but my thing is, if they can't even deal with the minorness of this god, like, let's say, let's say Pan is a minor Okay. Mm-hmm. If they can't deal with him, what makes you think that they can deal with those older than him? Is the point. That's, that is true. That is true. Hmm. So it's interesting how they go overcome that. And like you said, they went to go free your boy Lucifer. Hold on, what's their name? What should we call him? Lucifaus? Faustafister? We gotta come up with like a ship name for them two together. Mm. Uh, Sabrina's uh, daddy boyfriend, or Zelda's is Zelda's boyfriend that, or Zelda's ex-husband. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, you know how people combine names. I'm trying to think of a good name like Faustus. Uh, let us know in the comments what Faustifer. you guys think. I'm gonna call him Faustifer for right now. If you if you have any better names in the comment, yes, let me know. But Faustifer, they go see Faustifer. But they are just hmm. That was just interesting to me. What? The like when they saw Nick and she's like, oh my gosh, what have they done to you? Oh, yeah, when he was laid in the salt and salt the surf. I'm surprised they didn't just kill him, but I guess they wanted to leave because you know they went to go see it. And of course, Lucifer was gone. Nick's body was down there, in the circle of salt. 
I guess they want to make Sabrina suffer. Because both of them pretty much held with a grudge for the whole thing. So I'm assuming that's why they left him alive. Because I was really surprised mm. they didn't just kill him. Hmm. But, of course, now that the Dark Lord is gone, they can't ask for his power, which was a stupid decision anyway. Because even Zelda was like, yeah, he's going to be mad and it's going to be hell to pay. You know, like, because if you let the Dark Lord back, he's just going to try to, you know, start Armageddon over again. So what would be the point? Mm-hmm. It's still, he's still the greater evil. Like, even if the pagans were to wipe the coven out, the world would still exist, I'm assuming, for right now. So I don't well, know I what guess the we'll find out. Plan is. <laughs> Will the world exist? What happens next? Find I mean, out guess... next time on Sabrina. Ballsy. But, I mean, why wouldn't it? The pagans seem to be, you know, the pagan gods were doing their thing before Lucifer got there, right? Because Lucifer was the mm-hmm. one who wanted to start Armageddon, so I guess the pagan gods probably just want you to sacrifice and fornicate. Very similar to, technically, the, the, the Lucifer witches, but, you know, whatever. So I'm just trying to figure out what the end goal is for everything. Mm-hmm. Because, again, is this going to start getting into supernatural territory? Like, once you defeat these people, then somebody else is going to come next season that's even more dangerous, even more ancient, or even more mysterious. And then the government's going to get involved for a season. I mean, you got to go even more. Like, how could you like, not? How? But the thing is, just like in the supernatural, like, once you go past Lucifer and Armageddon, how much further can you go? And they already get into the old ones, so like... The old ones, like they're equipped, uh, they're a uh, version of like Leviathans or stuff like that. So once you get past that, what's next? The Men of Letters. Okay, so Witch Hunters at that point. I'm thinking, I don't know. They need to start involving people with psychic powers or superpowers or something like that. Mutants versus witches, I would love it. I would not. That would be stupid and I would be deeply disappointed. Anyway, is there anything else that we need to talk about in there? Um, let's talk about some questions that are ongoing right now. Are you ready? Okay. What do you think ha- is going on when Mrs. Wardell? Because she had a major freak out this episode. Oh, yes. I, feel, I really feel bad for her. I feel like she is going to think she's schizophrenic or having a, what's it called? Associative disorder mm-hmm. because somebody's literally coming and thanking you for saving your daughter, saving their daughter like she's a superhero for her whole edible arrangements and everything. And she's like, Who? What? And the lady just kept talking, like, not thinking nothing was strange that the fact that she saved your daughter but don't even remember it type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if somebody comes up to me and is so sure that it was me and everything, you know, the police hasn't even talked to her yet, but the, the girl and the mother recognized you as somebody who brought the daughter over. You know, that's going to make you really start to question yourself after you've been pretty much lost, like, almost a year's worth of memories, too. So, of course, you're going to think something's wrong with you. So, I don't know if she's going to run into Lilith again. Maybe she's going to want to merge with Lilith or something. I don't know. What about you? Like, or is she going to think she has a long-lost twin? Like, what is she going to think? I mean, I feel like cause she knows something happened to her husband. So, I know eventually she's probably going to want to question Lilith. And I don't know why Lilith would even take her form when she comes back to the mortal realm that's just dumb cause she liked it yeah, and I like this actress so I don't care she's causing issues unnecessary issues that's like she's like pulling a Sabrina on that one 
Like she could have easily glamoured her or whatever. But I guess I should be thankful. I like she this didn't actress, so I don't care. Again, I guess I should be thankful she didn't take the girl to hell with the spikes of brain, but okay. Uh next question. Um where do you speaking of hell, where do you think Lucifer went? Um well, they didn't show him pop up back in hell, so I don't know. Maybe he's just kinda skulking around. Maybe um they went back to uh uh, Faustus's place to get changed up. Maybe take a nice bubble bath. You know, they've been kind of sitting in their own feces for who knows how long. So they probably want to pamper themselves a little bit. Hmm. Do you? Hey. Wait, real quick. Can you just imagine them taking a bath in the same body together? <laughs> like Faustus, make sure you get the shampoo. Yes, dear. <laughs> you know, you gotta get. Make sure you get all the nooks and crannies of our butts and our hair. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> But go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, do you think that Nick will recover? Um, yeah. He'll probably recover because, you know, Sabrina's going to win it or something. But there's probably going to be lingering um, feelings about when he uh, basically, like I said, just told Sabrina he hated her and she wasn't worth it. So that might cause some issues. Um, da 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 how do you think that Nick and the Dark Lord will end their relationship? Yeah. I mean, they're definitely not going to hug it out, so... Maybe they'll have, like... <laughs> maybe they'll have, like, one final fight. I don't know. Because it's hard to... I mean, Nick can't really beat the Dark Lord, so... I don't know how he's really going to end any type of relationship with him. Well, Nick technically, he did just, beat him. He just... That was, like, on... They were wrestling it was on mental skate, but I'm talking about outside. No, but I'm saying like, he beat him at like when they were outside and he took him in his box. Yeah, he trapped him. I give you that. He's not going to want to do that again. I guarantee that much. But I'm talking about he wouldn't be able to physically kill him. The best he could do last time was to trap him. And like once you've been mm-hmm. through that, I doubt anybody wants to go through that again. So, <laughs> so let's see. Oh, I forgot Hilda got engaged this episode, too. <laughs> no, I thought it was, was, it was last episode. Okay, so Hilda, Hilda episode. is... Mm-hmm. She did. Hilda got engaged last Hilda... episode, she told Zelda this episode. But... Do you think Hilda will be able to forgive her sister, like, and Zelda will be able to be happy for Hilda? So, again, you're switching it up. You think Zelda will be able to forgive her sister, and Hilda will be able to be happy. So, Zelda, she seemed like she got over it enough. At first, she was mad, like, yes, both my niece. I shouldn't be surprised that my niece and my sister are betraying me. And I was like, she need to get over it. In our hour you know? of need. <laughs> exactly. She's just making everything about her. Like, literally, you was about to get married to a self-absorbed jerk last season. So, get out of here. You know, so. My whole thing is, will their marriage be able to survive? You know, because usually when somebody gets too happy that's not the main character, that their lover tends to die. Like, mm-hmm. something I feel like, I feel bad for Dr. D, even though he is a, was a Wendigo. You know, that's mm. not going to save you too much longer. He's a werewolf, like, isn't he? I thought werewolf or Wendigo, one of those two. Could be both. But um, I feel like something's going to happen to him because, again, she, you know, it can't be a point where he, he takes her out of the series and she can't be too happy, you know. She has to kind of stay in the Spellman fold. So I feel like if she gets married, Dr. D would be the prime, you know, her prime concern. Which, again, narratively speaking, I doubt that could happen. Not until the end of the series. So I don't know what's going to happened to him so I feel bad seems like a nice guy yeah I agree he does feel like a nice guy so I hope things work out also 
Speaking of relationship, did anything? I'm trying to remember, but after um the whole thing happened with Raws and stuff, didn't um did anything significant happen with uh Theo and Rob in this episode? I know. Um, not that I can think of, besides his Robin's betrayal. That's true. Did, okay, well, that's just it. But nobody knows he betrayed anybody yet. Okay. Um. Hmm. Ooh. Anything else that you want to talk about? No, I think that's about it. Um. I'm interested to see what happens next episode with Nick and all his fun drugs. You know, he just seemed like he was having the time of his life. So I wonder how he's going to, you know, cope with that. All right. Um, Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Greendale Tales, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, I'm your host, Jasmine, and co-hosting we had Darnell. Uh, if you have, don't forget to subscribe and review. We love your feedback, and we can't wait for you to be a part of the discussion. If you have a different perspective or you think we missed something, use hashtag GOTM Greendale Tales on Twitter to let us know your thoughts, and we'll address them in the next podcast. Join us on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, OverpowerEntertainment.com. Link in the description. Bye. Peace.